coordination. Isn't it a wonderful feeling when you can do something effectively, that's the key word here, without having to put too much thought or effort into it? Now, a lot of people think that to build their riding coordination, they have to spend hours and hours and hours in the saddle. And yes, it definitely helps. But today we want to focus on what you're actually doing in the saddle and out of the saddle that's going to help grow and build your coordination when you are trying to communicate with your horse. Hi there, my name is Lorna and I'd like to welcome you to the Daily Strides podcast where each week we take a different topic to do with horse riding and we break it down into very simple bit by bit easy little chunks that you can digest and kind of work through with your horse in order to start getting results straight away. We say it's called Daily Strides because there's actually another four audio programs after this one all to do with the one topic. However, where this one is basically an overview, the others are actual step-by-step instruction. It's like having me in the arena with you, telling you what to do in order to get the best results from your horse. So you just download them, you pop them onto your phone, just like you would music or anything else, and you can pop your phone in your pocket, and whether you want to wear your headphones or not is entirely up to yourself, and off you go. Um, You can use them in your own time, and whenever suits you, and you can obviously reuse them over and over and over again. You can find out more by visiting stridesforsuccess.com forward slash join. But today and this week, we are actually focusing on coordination and how you can become a better coordinated rider in the saddle. Okay, so the big thing with coordination is it does take a lot of time. It takes a lot of hours and you do have to invest in actually building your coordination in the saddle. But the thing is, a lot of riders, they spend the time, and I'm saying spending rather than investing, because what they're doing is not actually correct to begin with. So practice makes perfect. However, the practice itself has to be perfect in order to make it perfect, okay? There's no point in being happy with very mediocre results in your practice and then expecting it all to come together beautifully for you at the end, okay? Your practice has to get really, really good. And that's the one thing that trips many riders up when it comes to having more coordination in the saddle. As I said, they'll spend hours riding through particular maybe school shapes, years dedicated to specific movements. But unless the practice is correct and not only that performed in the correct sequence the benefits will well if they do appear they're going to be very slow to do so okay so if you've ever watched two riders ride uh, perhaps side by side you a coordinated rider and an uncoordinated rider wow the difference is just huge it's like having a chicken and an eagle trying to match each other in flight okay it, it's just huge there's this huge disparity between both and that is what coming up and being able to ride with and one of the more unique aspects of rider coordination is that it has very very little to do with the horse that's underneath them in the saddle so regardless of the horse a coordinated rider will be able to remain coordinated whereas an uncoordinated rider doesn't matter if it's the greatest horse or the worst horse um, it's definitely going to show up so really really important now improved rider coordination it essentially means that your communication between the horse and the rider it's just more fluent it's more subtle and it's more effective so when you have a lack of coordination you'll often find that and if you think back to your own riding experience you probably noticed to be true and you'll find that before you actually perform any specific movement it's almost like you kind of have to get a list in your head 
of everything that you have to do, all the aids that have to go in to actually asking your horse to perform that particular movement, okay? So you have to try and sort things out almost step by step, okay? Now, that is great when we're learning, but many riders never actually get past that. They still work on the lists. And the problem with working on the lists is that all your brain power essentially is going towards thinking about the step-by-step process rather than the subtleties that make all the difference, okay? Now, what am I talking about these subtleties? Well, it can be the amount of pressure that has to be applied, maybe how long the aid is held, or not even that, just making quick adjustments that are necessary, perhaps to timing or the sequence or the pressure, whatever the case is. But essentially, being coordinated in the saddle means that you can perform the sequence of aids without having to consciously think about it, And what this does is it leaves you open to rather focus on the more subtle aspects of the aids and not only that in maybe course correcting as necessary. So how can we be sure that our practice is, of course, more perfect than not that's go- and that's going to improve our coordination. So I want you to focus on this idea of a perfect practice. So as I mentioned earlier, a lot of riders, they're very happy with this kind of mediocre way of doing things. And more specifically, they're happy with a mediocre way of doing the basics, okay? Now, the thing is, they seem to maybe have lost sight of the fact that the basics are what lays the foundation to everything else, okay? And if you get the basics right, you can then grow your skills from everything else from there. And I think a lot of people think that when you're trying to get really, I suppose, down into the nitty-gritty of the basics you kind of lose the aspect of fun in riding but I actually think that's contrary I think when you have the basics really really down and you know exactly what's happening you know when it's happening why it's happening how you're making it happen without having to think about all these things that is where you can take your enjoyment of riding to the next level it kind of frees up all that brain power that you can begin enjoying things, okay? Now, what I find most ironic is that you get a lot of riders, okay? And maybe it's little things. So it's maybe how they're sitting in the saddle or how they're using their core to communicate with the horse. Um, And that is really, really from the first time you ride. Um, Maybe where their legs are in relation to their body, how they're carrying their hands, how they're carrying their upper body. And I can tell you as an instructor, there is nothing more frustrating than repeating the same thing week in and week out to the same rider. And as I mentioned, what's ironic about this is that it seems to me that a lot of the time it's those same riders who won't, they just refuse to take responsibility for their own body in the saddle. They're very often the ones who are very, very quick to blame the horse or the circumstance for their lack of progress, okay? So you need to begin, the first part of becoming more coordinated is to become more responsible for your body and how it moves in the saddle, okay? And you can start doing that today. So is there one thing that when you're riding, you know that... uh, you're maybe you've got a little bit of an issue with. Now, I have to say, for me, it was my left hand. I had this thing with my left hand. Um, I'd be riding along and everything would be great. And then suddenly my left hand would just 
it kind of just I don't know, had a mind of its own. It would twist, I suppose. And I'd end up with my knuckles on top anyway. But then to kind of add insult to injury, um, if I continued to just allow it to do its own thing, uh, it would start like kind of dropping. <laughs> now, <laughs> dropping an inch or three away from its partner, the right hand, okay? So once this was pointed out to me, I made it my mission. In fact, I used to kind of have these little mini tests with myself each time I got into the arena with my trainer that my trainer would not have to remind me about my wayward left hand, okay? So how I done it was I set up little markers around the arena for myself, just these little kind of mental markers. My trainer didn't know I was doing this. Um, but I focused all my attention that every time I went past that marker, I said, what's your left hand doing? And I just fixed it. Okay, that was it. That was all I'd done. Very simple, very basic. But what I found, and to this day, I no longer have to think about my left hand. It took me probably about, I would say, two weeks um, of doing that. Now, I was riding every day and I was riding a few horses each day. But it took me about two weeks of doing that um, to where I didn't have to think about it anymore. But subconsciously, I was actually asking myself all the time, what's your left hand doing? And there, lo and behold, I was fixing my left hand, okay? And as I say, to this day, it's something that sticks with me. Um, I don't consciously have to kind of have a look at what this left hand of mine is at. Um, I can just, I know that it's going to be fixed. As soon as he starts taking a little bit of a dive there, I can uh, fix him back up without having to think about it. So it kind of frees up all that brain power to, to think about other things, maybe more intricate things, okay? So the thing is, it's a big challenge for many riders because they're not willing to make I suppose, a commitment to fixing the one habit, okay? But I would really stress that if you could become almost obsessed with fixing, I suppose, the most basic of one of your riding faults, okay? And committing to really, really having that on autopilot before you even continue on with anything else, you are going to see huge progress in your riding. And one of the other things that happens with this is that Many of the other smaller issues you had are more niggling issues. They actually just vanish. Once you fix this basic kind of a, it's a biggie, but you kind of see it as being so basic. It couldn't possibly be that important. But once you fix that, once you really like hone in on that and get it right, you'll find that a lot of other things actually vanish. Okay, so maybe you can do what I do. You kind of set up your checkpoints that way it doesn't matter if you have a, a trainer in the arena with you or not you're all the time kind of correcting yourself course correcting as you go around now the other way that you can definitely improve your coordination is by physically moving your body okay fitness um i know and it's so boring it always amazes me how much time and effort weeks years people will devote to creating their horse's fitness program and they tweak it and they kind of reassess it and everything oh and it's so strategic and it's fantastic and they never once cast a thought in the direction of their own performance in the saddle and how fit they are and how well and how useful they are in the saddle okay you need to um, really make sure that you are keeping up. I suppose you and your horse are on par fitness-wise with your riding. 
Now, I have to say, over the years, I've taken some kind of more, I suppose, prolonged breaks from riding at different points. And what I always found that when I got back into the saddle again, the most frustrating aspect of it for me was that it felt like my brain and my body were speaking two completely different languages. So I knew what I had to do. My brain knew what I had to do to get maybe a specific result or to achieve something specific. But it was like my body was just <laughs> deciding it was going to do its own thing. Um, I couldn't get it to to kind of work with me, I suppose. I knew it. And I, I say I couldn't. I don't know if it if I couldn't or if it wouldn't. I'm not sure. Um, but definitely there was a, a big kind of a, a gap between what I wanted to do physically and then what I was actually doing physically. And it came down to fitness. Now, I see this a lot with riders. Um when they come for weekly lessons so they only ride maybe once a week um for maybe an hour or two hours and we spend a lot of time i would say probably 75 percent of the lesson almost retuning their brain and their body to get things i suppose slightly more coordinated before we can then I suppose, really get to where we want to go from a progression point of view, okay? And I find that with the riders, so I have a lot of riders here who will only come once a week to ride, and the difference seems to be the fitness levels, okay? And not just riding fit, I'm talking about fitness in the saddle, but like all things, what you put in and what you get out, they're going to be direct kind of in ratios with each other they're going to directly affect each other and I think the types of fitness the types of exercises that you're doing they are what you have to keep an eye on when you're talking about improving your coordination in the saddle it's really really important okay now I myself I'm currently six months pregnant and I'm thinking, I'm wondering, will I ever get my body back to where I want it to be um, when I eventually get back into the saddle? It's going to be a challenge. I'll definitely keep you updated on it. But uh, it is going to be a challenge. But I do know that part of overcoming that challenge is actually spent not in the saddle, but on the ground myself and my own commitment to doing that. Okay, so what I would love for you to do if you today and um, you feel that perhaps you're not as fit as you could be start looking at ways that you can work out now we have a 30-day rider fitness challenge here it's free and um, you can just visit 30-day rider fitness challenge number 30.com and you can sign up there it's absolutely free it has all the exercises the exercises are specific for riders um, and we'd love you to join us and you can there's a whole group there that will actively get behind you and help you out with that okay but the other thing that we're doing is you if you're interested in maybe taking this a step further is you can visit fitforriding.com and in there there's audio programs first of all to help you out to help you along to keep you motivated and inspired but there's also new workouts put in each month that will focus on specific areas so if you are interested as i say you can pop over to fitforriding.com over here at Daily Strides Premium, this week, of course, is all about improving riders coordination in the saddle. And if you would like a little kind of a help to, I suppose, get your brain on autopilot um, so you can really begin to get some progress in your riding, you can pop over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash join. You will get all of this week's audio programs, but not only that, you will get all the past lessons. All is in there for you as well. 
and you get the fit for riding as well. So there's no excuses at all to, uh, to stand in your way of getting exactly what you want in the saddle. Have a great week. Keep well and I'll chat to you soon. Bye. Thank you.